CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 22, this is the Coaches Roundtable today. A couple weeks ago, we did ambassadors sitting around this mic, and today we've got staff. So cool little opportunity to get to know Chad and Gayla today. Hi, guys. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> also, for listeners, we're actually not around a roundtable. We're around a square desk. There is a roundtable in the room. Be. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to use the roundtable today. It's, it's a little too squeaky, so I thought we'd go with the desk. All right. Okay. Let's start with the basics. Coaches at the square table. This is a coach square table <laughs> conversation. Square table. Yeah. Let's start with the basics. Um, when did you start CrossFit? Uh, I started. You started first. I started first. Like in the old chat old into this building. Yeah. And I remember, I remember, I was working at EMS, and we were parked outside, and we went to Subway right next door, and all these people were running in the parking lot and I'm like what is going on <laughs> why are you guys like this is a parking lot what is going on kept running by like, running this is by. not safe you guys should not be doing this yeah <laughs> sitting in an ambulance watching these guys do that and then Time I, I wonder how many other people have that same beginning to their story too oh you just saw all these people all running these people down the street running. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, but yeah, then I then I found out that there was a gym there, and I came to check it out one day. And pretty much as soon as I walked in, I wanted to walk out because it was intimidating as hell. Whoa. I was so intimidated as soon as I walked in, guys. What was so intimidating about it? Oh, there was just a whole bunch of people in this little itty bitty room because it was it a was tiny small. little <laughs> yeah. awesome gym, and they were throwing around weight, like how everybody's seen everybody do this stuff and you're throwing it all around. And I had no idea where to start. I would like, I was just about ready to walk out. My hand was on the door. Taryn popped her head out of her little office and said, Hey, what's up? I was like, I'm in the wrong place. And she's like, no, you're not. I'm like, um, (laughs) is this actually how this conversation went? Yeah. Wow. I don't remember that. Thanks. And, and then you convinced me to stay and just watch for a little bit. And we talked about a couple of things. And then we went into your office and you convinced me to just come and give a class an actual try. And then there were some people that were in that class. And just as everybody still is to this day, all friendly and encouraging and said, no, like, seriously, come just try it. We drive all the way from Timbuktu to come and do this and just try it once and see how it goes. And here I am, so. That's pretty cool that, like, so the coach sitting here has the same experience that the majority of our members have. So that's cool. That's cool. Did you have any fitness experience before that? No, I was never allowed to do anything. Like as a kid growing up, I was never on any sports teams. I was never allowed to do anything. Like I- Farm girl. Yeah. Pretty much. That's so it. then, like, what flipped the switch for you? That yeah, I was just gonna ask, like, why did you walk in the door to just check it out? To just check it out. I don't know. I was Ooh, curious. Interesting. Yeah. You weren't like the creep who looked through the window. Like you actually <laughs> went inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
No, I, yeah, I, I kind of looked, but I couldn't really see through the window, so I had to come in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What about you, Chad? When did you start? <sighs> Started in September, and that would have been one year before I thought of being a coach, so that would have been September of 2015, I guess. Actually, no, I think I just went through the September anniversaries and I saw your name come up, so you'll be getting your anniversary post. <laughs> no, actually, 2014. I remember that yeah. now. Yeah, September yeah. of 2014, and like Gayla said, she was there already. I came, watched a few times. I think I came during an open. Yeah, you came during an open. And there, and everyone was competing and doing their thing, and Thought it was interesting, but still didn't commit because I was in the old gym, like the old, old gym. But then when you moved to Highway 9 there, I finally committed and came in, gave it a try, did foundations with you. And how was that? <laughs> Horrible. The was, masses no, was, want to know. <laughs> it was actually good. I think you made me feel very comfortable. Oh. So it wasn't intimidating or scary like Gayla had on her end. It was... Good. Learned a lot and then definitely made me feel more comfortable for the group classes and all that. Who did you have for foundations? Karen. Karen. And it was she made me do Fran and I hated every minute of it. Yeah, we used to do Fran back in the day. Yeah. That's a terrible experience. It was a terrible yeah. experience. Especially for someone who's already walking in the door feeling like they don't yeah. can't and do for things. somebody that has like zero fitness, sports, anything. Oh boy. That's... I yeah. I wasn't sure if I could do this. So that's just like the growth of the program yeah. now because that would have been like, what, two years, one year prior? Like it was a while before he joined. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then he comes and it's changed. He had a great experience. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's black and white. was so Kayla's awesome. Like, Can I do a foundation? What do you do? Do? Actually, I think I had Leela for Fran and you for all the other ones. Oh. So <laughs> I didn't see you for Fran, so maybe that was a good thing. <laughs> that keeps it nice, eh? Hey? <laughs> All right. So, did you, oh, sorry. Did no, you have any fitness background? A lot of sports background, yeah. and I was going to uh, another gym at the time. Just switched over to CrossFit instead. But yeah, baseball, football, basketball. He's also one of those guys that picks up on everything as soon as he tries it. It's annoying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> did you talk a lot about CrossFit, like at home? Yes. She yeah. did. Do you think that influenced you? Like, did you feel left out? Because I had a, I had an experience like that. The only thing I remember thinking is Gayla, honestly, is very antisocial. Mm -hmm. And she was very social <laughs> at CrossFit. So it was mm -hmm. a weird conversation to hear from her about talking with this person and doing this with that person. It was like, no, you're like, stay home and stay away from people. So this is interesting that you're so, out so there. So did you almost busy. come in and check on, like, were you signing up to like, check go, on and check on? Make sure it was true. Yeah. I actually had, like, throughout these NSIs over the last couple of months, like a few people have specifically said that that was their reason for coming in, that they live a very antisocial life and they have heard about the type of social atmosphere in here. And we're basically like forcing themselves outside of something that was comfortable for them mm -hmm. to be uncomfortable, surrounded by a bunch of people that they didn't know, knowing that it would help them become more comfortable in a social situation. What mm -hmm. kind of what kind of advice would you give to somebody like yourself that you know might be in that same position on the outside now, looking in, being like, I'm not sure if I could do that because you know, knowing how they would be feeling. Like, what was the turnkey for you? Like, why 
if if that was how you are or is how you are, like why, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like just everybody's got to start somewhere, right? And and I always tell everybody, don't take anything away from yourself, right? Ooh, that's like, a good one. You don't say, but I stepped up the box jumps, but I only did five pounds. It doesn't matter. You did five pounds. You did box step ups. That's awesome. That's better than looking in the window and walking away not even coming up to the window like don't ever take anything away from yourself when you're working your actual job you don't say but i didn't do this and that right you're like no i finished that project i finished that task i gave my lecture whatever you guys do and you put your whole heart into it as long as you put your whole heart into it here that's all that matters and everyone feels the same what if they're standing outside that window looking in and be like wow there's too many people in there like, I'd rather be alone at home. Or doing my own thing at a different gym. But they're just, like, scared of the anxiety part of it, like the, the social atmosphere of right. it. Well, I mean, for that one hour that you're here, everybody truly cares about you in this space, right? Nobody is just like, oh, great, here's Taryn again. Great. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm sure there are some people. <laughs> Yeah, everybody, everybody really does encourage you and just take that step. Come in and just say hi. First face that you see is probably going to be one of the most friendly faces that you'll have here. Ooh, that's a good one. Do you think that happened quickly for you? Like joining into the community aspect, being sort of that more quiet, antisocial person? Like how quickly did you kind of accept and I don't want to say yeah. join into the group because obviously you were welcomed into the or I'm assuming right. you were welcomed yeah. into the group. I would hope so. Well, I mean, even even back then there were some people that just kind of took you under the wing. Like you didn't it was have a choice. Lodge for me, okay. and she made sure that I always had a squat rack, and she's like, "Come squat with us and and do all this stuff." And, and did you say Carol Lodge? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cool. And well, she's one of the more quiet individuals mm-hmm. in the class. Yeah, and, that's cool. and I think that our quietness kind of bonded us at 6 a.m. Yeah. That huh. time, and, and she just really made sure that I was taken care of. Interesting. Awesome. So it kind of just happened. Like, you didn't seek it or try. It was... No, it just... I, I tried to stay in the corner, but Carol <laughs> wouldn't let me, so... Yeah, that's that's cool. good. That's very cool. I'd have to say on that point, coming in here, opposed to... The regular gym atmosphere you could work out next to the person every day for months and never say hi to them mm-hmm. here you come in and everyone talks to you everyone says hi gets to know you at some point there's nobody here that you'll never say hi to at least at one point when i think mm-hmm. if you don't say hi to somebody they will be texting you in like 20 minutes after class checking to see if you're okay hey you were super quiet today like is everything mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or check with you the next day they see you like hey you were quiet whatever yeah Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So that was like your beginning journey to CrossFit. So then where and how and why did all of a sudden it become a coaching thing for you? Because uh, I enjoy helping people. Like, I think that's honestly what I was put on this earth to do. Uh, my EMS career did that. And now my other career is doing that, helping people in their time of need and stuff. And this is the same thing. Like, it's not just a physical thing. It's a very mental place to be in. And I enjoy seeing people grow. 
and seeing those people try new things and get out of their comfort zone, just like how I had to, really just brings joy to my life. It's very rewarding. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel yeah. the exact same way. That's great. What about you? Chad, I... Chad's in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna let me I feel like that's just a hard, a hard answer to follow up on. Well, my answer would be, um, like in high school with football and all the other sports and everything, I always found myself stepping back in more of a coach than player role, even though I was a player. I would always... That's really funny. <laughs> a player. <laughs> anyway. Carry on, sorry. But yeah, like I would step back, talk to the coach and be like, hey, what if we did this and tried this? And, you know, so-and-so is having a good day today. Let's work with them more and whatnot. And I think coaching here, I'm doing the same thing. I'm seeing what people are doing and helping them out and saying, hey, this is going to work better for you. Let's give this a try. So it's just my mentality of what we've had since high school. You guys came, became coaches together. Right. You went and did your own one together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a cool experience that, you know, just something that you guys could share that, share that whole thing together. You, sh you also shared the experience of like, um, training to be a coach of so not only just getting your level one, but then shadowing and doing mm -hmm. all the necessary steps along the way you did that yeah. also together. Mm -hmm. So how, tell me a little bit about that experience, like having somebody there beside you, you know, not just something you're kind of taken on or was that even a thing for you well it's nice to have that yeah. someone beside you to talk to and communicate and like is this the way you're taking it too like am i understanding it correctly like are we both on the same page or are we on different pages and mm -hmm. have to figure out what exactly we're looking at here and heading towards but as for taking the course that was very interesting because I mean, there's multiple tests they actually put out. So even if you talk about it afterwards, you don't even know compared to one another how you did. Like you can have the conversation and not know. You're like, did you get this one? Oh, I didn't get that question at all. Like it's very interesting conversation on the ride home afterwards because we had no clue how we did. How did you feel going through your sort of intake process into coaching? So doing your shadowing classes and then getting to classes on your own. It was always nerve wracking, right? Because there is an ex expectation to uphold and you're just learning that whole process, right? And now all these people are looking at you for advice and you're just trying to do your best, right? And, and just figuring it out and figuring your, out your own stride is awesome to do too right and then getting the feedback from the community about how your stride is is great as well it really helps you become your own why well, i always say that too like each of us have our own type of flavor that we bring to the class for lack absolutely. of a better word but like absolutely you could take we could each coach one class in the day and it would be different four different ways like the information the would be the same but like different it would be different mm -hmm. oh yeah and that's on us as people, but also the people presented to us in that class too, right? But yeah. Um, oh crap, I lost my question. <laughs> <laughs> what was challenging when you first started out, like going through that? Was that your question? No. Oh, okay, go. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to remember it? Do yeah. you need to write it down? Um, like going through that sort of shadowing 
um, experience and then kind of taking your first class by yourself? Going through the shadowing and taking that first class by yourself. Okay. What was that um, It was nerve wracking for sure. I, I was brand um, new. Like you guys were starting coaching <laughs> and I was like maybe, well, I wasn't like brand new, but I was less than a year in, I'd say, when you guys started. I would like to actually go do a presentation somewhere and see how I do now after being a coach because I was terrible at presentations and I like think public speaking. Yeah. yeah. So to that's go in front of people yeah. in the class felt like that to me. Like it's the same feeling. You're in front of these people and they're all watching you and everything. Mm -hmm. It's a performance. Yeah. So for the first while it was definitely nerve wracking and whatnot, but mm -hmm. I definitely think with it being the kind of people that we have here it made it easier. They were very understanding and worked with you. Like it wasn't hard to do. They made it very easy. I agree. Mm -hmm. What did it feel like? Like one day you're working out next to these people and now the next day you're then standing in front of them, teaching them. I'm just hoping they didn't watch all the times I gave coaches a hard time. So they would do the same <laughs> to me. <laughs> Because I know that when, um, and that's just because you were the, the most recent one to go through the internship process, but like that was a big point for you. And it usually is, you know, because these people are your peers and now you're standing in front of them in an authoritative role, having to deliver this information. And, you know, I never, again, going back to this whole concept, we talked about a few episodes. I didn't have that experience because, you know, I, people would come in and I never worked out next to them. Like I didn't have that, mm -hmm. that entry level into it. So I, I didn't have that experience, but I mean, I can understand what it would feel like to a certain degree, but was that an issue for you when you first began? I think it actually made me more comfortable because I kind of knew them more on a personal level. Cool. Still nerve wracking, but it was. <laughs> yeah, I would say it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be being in that role now and not right beside them working out. I think knowing the movements and being here for a couple of years beforehand and whatnot and really knowing what CrossFit's about and then going through the course made it easier. I think maybe if after like six months I went and did the course, I would be so fresh, that would be even harder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think I felt very confident in my ability and they seem to respect it and yeah. react to it. And I, I usually say that is that when you have the information and the knowledge behind you, the rest is just reps, right? You just have to put yourself in those situations that make you uncomfortable knowing mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. the more times you're there, it will get easier and the people will, you know, just like you said, start to help you in a way that you're trying to help them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I can totally understand how that would, I could see how that could be a tripping point. It's just like, Oh. and time we're done <laughs> thanks for having us guys <laughs> yeah. just that you know these people were essentially equal to you and now you're now the one delivering the information so um but i think just like you said our members are awesome and they they respect that and mm -hmm. you know so and it's still cool to work out right next to them and yes absolutely mm -hmm. and I, I think they enjoy it even more now having coaches beside them you know especially I would say even more so the new people because, you know, you have that role to them where you're mm -hmm. more the, the coach in that aspect and it's kind of inspiring to them to have the coaches there beside them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's just, well, yeah, it's mm -hmm. nice to be human like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. or equal and, and be there modifying and scaling beside them. 
as opposed to just always standing in front and presenting. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing about coaching? Pushing everyone. I love it. I like when people respond to me and I say, nah, I think you need more weight on that bar. And they look <laughs> at me like I'm you going make crazy. Them cry. I love you, Whitney, and I'm sorry, but you're a stronger person because of it. You made her cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you made Whitney cry? Yeah. I didn't mean to. Over what? She made <laughs> enlighten me with the story. She made me put more weight on my bar for squat uh, workout with squat things. I was right at the front in the old gym mm. and everybody was behind me and I knew and I knew this was a bad was idea. Behind you, cheering you on. Because they all finished first. <laughs> and I've got my back to them and there's like tears welling up in my eyes and I am trying so hard to suck them back in and I I was mad. I was so mad at her. You didn't talk to me for like a week. Because you finished last? No, because it was too heavy. Like it was way, it was. It was manical heavy. It was too heavy. It was a challenge. No. It was a challenge. I cried. I was so mad. (laughs) What's your favorite thing, Chad? Gail likes making people cry. Yeah, she definitely does. Yeah. Um, My favorite thing is when you. Pretty much along the same lines, but when you surprise Make them, cry. <laughs> no, when you surprise them and have them go heavier or something, um, that look of accomplishment. Yeah, like when, when they don't think they can do that weight, and then mm-hmm. they do it, and then they look at you and be like, "Oh, I did it!" Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Yeah, you did it. I know you can." Because yeah, like sometimes they just underestimate themselves, and mm-hmm. you give them that little push, and then they see what they can really do. What's your favorite thing? Um. I think I like, I like that stuff too, for sure. I think I like sort of that journey of, hey, remember where you were when you first started and like, look how far we've come. Um, I like being part of that process. That's pretty cool. What's your favorite yeah. part? I, what? I don't think there's like something that's not, not my favorite. I like mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, those are like <laughs> it's the hard pivotal. To pinpoint one, those right? are the pivotal moments. I feel like not to take anything away from your answers. I feel like those are the obvious mm-hmm. parts. Like that's why we do what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite or one of my favorite points is like all the in-between moments. So the small little conversations before the class starts in between while people are going to get weights and you just exchange a short little conversation with somebody mm-hmm. or when it's a strength day and it's every minute or every three minutes or whatever. And there's that time left over and we yeah. give them questions to go and socialize with, with each other and learn mm-hmm. about each other. Like I think just, or when somebody says you picked good music, that <laughs> I think just those moments, sure. you know, again, just going back to like people being human you know, in a safe place where everyone feels accepted and comfortable and things like that. And, um, you know, you can really sense that when that's happening. And those are the moments that like put a smile on my face. And I know that when I leave here, like, all right, we're doing great things here. And I think those are like my favorite, one of my favorite moments. Yeah, like I'm all for hard, the, yeah, it's hard to pinpoint yeah, one, right? I'm all for the hoorahs and the, the first mm-hmm, pull-ups mm-hmm. and the, the mm-hmm. one RMs and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, but I think just the human moments are probably my, my more favorite. What's the hardest thing about coaching? Having Lana and Stacy in my class at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) 
and they know it. <laughs> it's not going to be a surprise to them that I said that. <laughs> I would say the hardest thing is when you do have that issue and you just can't quite fix that movement. It frustrates me. Like someone's having a hard time and I can't quite help them. And I come to you and ask like, Hey, Taryn, like in this situation, what do I do to get them to where they want to be type thing? It's frustrating for me. I don't like being in that position. I like knowing the answer and being able to help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like it, it happens though, right? Yeah. You know, we can't yeah. have a loaded gun all the time. And um, part of it is that it's a learning experience for us too. And it's okay to be like, all right, I don't have the answer for you today, but I'm going to go find out and then I'm going to come back to you and help you. And that's exactly what you do all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're still doing what you need to be doing. Yeah. And I know in the moment you want to have that information for them, but like, you know, again, we're human too. And we don't know everything. There's many times where I have to say that too. I don't have all the answers all the time. I might act like I do, but. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't. What, What do you think the hardest part is? Um, The hardest part for me, probably, I would say to some degree, the same thing that when I I don't have all the tools to help somebody, um, I know there's been a few times more specifically when kids are involved, because I'm not great at coaching kids and I got to turn to you for, why can't I teach this kid how to deadlift? Like what's wrong with me? And um, that's frustrating. And I think just sometimes the people management part of it can be a little frustrating and that's just I mean that's just part of our job you know you have 15 different individuals in your class and some people Mm -hmm. are happy to be here and some people are stressed out and just finding that happy Mm -hmm. medium where you can get everybody where they need to be and um, but that in and of itself going back to like good moments is you know when you can change somebody's mood around that walked in here having a shitty day and all of a sudden they're you know super successful and Mm -hmm. accomplished when they leave or at least smiling at the end of the day that's rewarding Mm -hmm. so I feel like the people management part of it and probably my third answer. And I mean, (laughs) this one I find really hard is just taking off um, coach hat and business owner hat and just like being a coach instead of like running through my to-do list or, you know, stuff like that. Just that that element of it Mm -hmm. is frustrating for me. Mm -hmm. You? I'm still thinking. thinking. Are you still thinking? I don't know. I guess, I guess you guys kind of really said it all right like I do want to help everyone and sometimes injuries really suck and yeah. mm-hmm. like you know how it feels to be injured as just a person in general even if you stub your own toe and it hurts to walk and put on your shoes but then to try and and think of all the adaptations in the middle of the workout which is great that we can do that don't get me wrong but just trying to figure out that thing that that person can do and I think the psychology part behind it too, like when somebody comes in here with just a negative mindset mm-hmm. about it. And then again, that's the people management, just trying to mm-hmm. help them feel positive about just being here and being able to move period. Yeah. And, and that again is one of those, like, don't take anything away from yourself yeah. because you mm-hmm. showed up here feeling like you can't do anything and that you're injured. Like I, I came to this gym when I was in a boot for six months yeah. or whatever it was and everything was adapted to me and I still came, even if it was just to see people's faces. Yeah. So 
Exactly. And that's, I usually use that line too. Like at least you're immersed in the social mm -hmm. part of it. And like when you're injured, it's usually a psychological thing more than anything. And mm -hmm. so just being here and being in that environment, you know, helps to your recovery just from a mental side of things. Mm -hmm. All right. You're on the hot seat. On. Let's go. Um, I think something that like came up recently for me was just like, having that large class and touching like giving everybody a piece of feedback and trying to get people every single person to improve i thought you were going to say touching everybody that's why i stopped <laughs> i literally stopped after i said that because i knew that's where you were going to go with that no but like giving them a piece of feedback and a correction and helping them improve and then coming back and acknowledging that like if in a class mm -hmm. of 15 like I had some issues with that this past week actually and like you go home thinking oh crap I didn't give so-and-so a cue and I didn't do this and I I hate that that bothers hey, me don't take anything away from yourself well I'm going to that's the moral of today's <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> no so that I think that when you reflect back on your class and be like oh man I miss this person and I miss that person and because you try really hard not to, but it happens. All right, let's end on a positive note. Okay, go. Most memorable moment or like one of top five? Coaching? Coaching? Yeah, coaching from moments? a coaching perspective. Most memorable moment. It was the day you met me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> of course, yeah. of course, yeah. Not me. <laughs> I only have one thing that's popped in my head, so I'm just going to go with that. Go. LV, I always talk to her about how she's stronger than she thinks. I'm always pushing that with LV all the time. But one day, I can't remember. I think it was an open or something with a deadlift in it. And... No, it couldn't have been an open, but it was a class with deadlift or something in it. And LV was doing her deadlifts, and I was tracking the weight for her. And I'm like, hey, LV, you're at this weight. Go for it. And she did it. I'm like, you're at this weight. Go for it, LV. I'm doing awesome. And she's like, yeah, I got this. Let's keep going. Let's go heavier. Go heavier. So we're going, but I did a little bit of a white lie, and those weren't the actual weights that LV was lifting. <laughs> so when she was done, she thanked me. But then I told her the truth behind the weights, and she was so amazed with herself at that moment. She's like, no, no, you're lying. I can't lift that. I'm like, no, you just literally did lift that in front of me right now. And she's like, no, I, I can't go that heavy. I can't. I'm like, Elvie, add it up for yourself right now. You just lifted that. And, yeah, it was just nice to finally have that real big moment with Elvie where I can prove to her, like, you are stronger than you think. And just trust me that I've been saying this all along because I knew it was in you. I've told a few white lies like that too. Yeah, me too. Sometimes you just have to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I'm bad at math. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, I knew what was on the bar the whole time. I have a lot. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head because there's so many things that are just great. Like I said, like, I, I really like everyone's accomplishments and everything. I don't know. Do you have a favorite? I got lots, but I'm waiting for you. I'm oh. still thinking. 
You've only been a coach for like two years today, I think, years, to be so. quite honest. Two years today. Um, yeah, for sure. There are those ones where people are like lifting heavier. Like I have for sure have some of those moments where you're doing like that open workout and they didn't think they're going to make it that far, but they do. And so that's really cool. Um, I think the kids stuff that's going on here is really exciting. Like those are some good moments and I enjoy that. And just seeing them come in and all the families that get involved. Those are exciting for me. It's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. I have seen a lot in 10 years. <laughs> wow. And well, I'm just are like, we <laughs> still talking about CrossFit or are we going to Gala's 10 years of yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I'm just trying to go through the archives, like, literally just flipping through file folders in my brain here of all the amazing things that have happened in 10 years. Um, a lot of firsts, like all mm -hmm. those moments of the pull-ups and, you know, somebody hitting a big lift or in the mm -hmm. middle of the throwdown, Dawn hitting her thrust. Was that a thruster one, I think? Cluster. Or, yeah, cluster. the cluster. Yeah. Um, the couple of hug moments I've thrown out here and there. <laughs> Which are rare. Um, COVID is over. A That's a group hug. So I'm just going to go with a funny one that sticks in my mind as one of the top five moments in the open when Stacy was doing pull-ups and <laughs> she kicked Dion. Kicked Dion in the nuts. Oh, that was, so that was hilarious. Yeah. We need to revive that video in the group somewhere just yeah. for the purpose of this podcast. I think that's a top five like funny moment for me. So I'm just gonna go with that one because you know I couldn't there's no way I could pick like one particular thing that to this day, I don't stand next to her when she does pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm definitely here. Don't worry about me. It's not going to happen. There's been a lot of moments where, like, I've witnessed something in class, maybe another member, like, helping another member out, and I just, mm -hmm. like, stand back, and I know that I'm just, like, smiling mm -hmm. ear to ear, mm -hmm. watching stuff like that. Like, probably, probably those kinds of again just going back to the human elements in between the actual like workouts like mm -hmm. human performance is awesome don't get me wrong I love when you get your one rms and your pull-ups and your box jumps oh man I remember those first box jump moments like they happened yesterday you know but um I think I'm a sucker for the human moments in between which is so shocking why it is yeah I'm getting soft in my old age, okay? Person. Yeah, I'm getting soft in my old age. 2021, you're going to be hugging everyone. No, it's, it's COVID still in 2021. So. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait a few oh, more years. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think this is it. Do you want to talk about your uh, moment this weekend? My moment this weekend? What's your, your moment, moment this weekend? You guys are looking at your newest certified weightlifting level one by Bergener. Yeah, showing us with uh mike berger yeah why was this a secret because i just did it on the fly it was offered and i wanted to do it and it was just such a great experience i learned so much and i cannot wait to share this stuff with you guys yeah i've worked so with him a couple of times he, throughout my he's yeah he's awesome he joined in on the conversation and stuff and he is just 
Awesome. He has the coolest setup at his house. Oh, it's yeah. they live like on a cliff. Yeah. And his garage opens up and it's got it's all just decked out in there, but it's all like old equipment, yeah, you know, and it's it's really saying. rough and rugged and yeah, it's it's it. cool. He has like a whole like geezer workout in the back where all yeah. him and his old buddies work yeah. out. It's it's so the, cool. The man is seventy four years old yeah. and he's still spitting out truth and, yeah. and doing cool. everything like it is awesome. And, well, congratulations! Yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. So, yeah. right on. Okay, thanks for joining us today. Hopefully, our listeners got to learn a little bit more about you guys. This is probably the most I've ever heard you speak, Kayla, in the <laughs> five or six years I've known you. So. <laughs> The loudest I've spoken to. All right, episode 22, coaches square table conversation. If you have feedback for us or just want to share a story or maybe a memory you have of Chad and Gala working with them, um, send it to us. Either send us a message on one of our socials or post it in our on our Facebook page. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback or your just your your memories of these two lovely individuals. Um, thanks for listening.